Hey, want to learn about the latest trends in digital marketing? In today's connected world, information is plentiful and always changing. It's difficult to keep up. Each week, we bring you the latest digital marketing news in easy, digestible format. Say goodbye to hours of research and learn everything you need to know right here. You are listening to This Week in Marketing. Hey everyone, welcome to This Week in Marketing Show, also known as The Twim Show. I'm your host Sajid Islam and today I'll be going over the notable news and updates in the digital marketing space from the week of June 15, 2020. First, we're going to cover the news from Facebook. And there are two worthy updates to share with you all. First of all, Facebook provides new overview on how its ad system works. And then also Facebook is looking to expand collections with a new test of an option to share your saved collections publicly. Now let's jump into the how their ad system works. So as part of their Good Questions Real Answers series, Facebook published an overview of how their ad system works and they highlighted two key factors that determines which ad to show to users. The first factor is the audience targeting. This factor is selected by advertisers and determines which people are eligible to see which each ad. Audiences are created based on categories like age, gender, as well as actions taken on the app. And the second factor is the ad auction process, which is based on a range of factors relating to bid price, individual user engagement, and ad quality. The ad auction system selects the best ads to run based on the ad's maximum bids and ad performance. All ads on Facebook compete against each other in this process, and the ads that Facebook system determines are most likely to be successful will win the auction. So if you haven't checked out Good Questions Real Answer series, I highly suggest that you know you check it out. You will find the link to this article or the series in our shows page. Next in the Facebook world, we have this option where Facebook is expanding collections with the option to share your saved collections publicly. So what are collections? Collections are basically a group of posts, videos, marketplace listings or ads that you have saved in a separate list. It is basically a way to showcase the things you're interested in and allows your friends to contribute, which can be helpful for event planning, gift registry listings, travel ideas, and so on. If you're familiar with Pinterest, it is very similar to Pinterest shared boards. The test that Facebook is conducting allows you to share your collection list publicly and your friends can comment or follow if they're interested. You can also choose who can see and comment on your collections much like how you would posting a status. Now folks, if you're listening to this podcast, you know this is a very good move from Facebook's part. It's basically Facebook is focused on increasing user engagement. For example, if I have my list of collections, if I'm going to go on a vacation with a group of friends or with my family, I can create a list. I can invite my family members or friends to contribute to that and then we could start a discussion around it. This is another step towards Facebook's way to keep the user on their platform, engage them more to in more meaningful conversation in a smaller groups, not necessarily groups, but it's a very good direction. If you can test it out and expect to see more engagements happening on Facebook. Moving on, let's jump into Twitter. Twitter is now testing a new feature that will allow you to tweet with your voice. So Twitter is aiming to add more human touch to the way we use their platform. So when we open the Tweet Composer, we will now see a new icon that looks like a wavelength and your profile photo will appear with the record button at the bottom and this allows you to record your voice. Each voice tweet can capture up to 140 seconds of audio. 
if you go over the time limit it will automatically create a thread your tweet will appear along with other tweets in the timeline and people can tap on your voice to listen to tweets this test is only available for ios users so if you have got something to say it's about time to use your actual voice but what's interesting is that twitter is moving away from just text based into audio which basically means that they're looking to increase engagement now so for example if you are following this show and you know previously you could just consume it by reading it now if you want to really listen to it and you really want to follow and engage then you would have to listen to the audio so it's a mix of audio slash podcast and into everything else it really remains to be seen how this is going to all play out because you know you engagement might drop off just because people don't want to listen to things unless they have headphones on or in the public versus people would love it just because they can now listen to things Another update from Twitter is that they rolled out list search, providing more options for users to follow topics. So last year they added option to follow topics and a swappable list that serves an alternate news feed. So this time around, Twitter is adding a list option for all users called list discovery. List discovery is another way to find themed and topic based lists to follow. You will now also be able to tap on show more recommendations prompts at the bottom to get a list search option and enter a topic you're interested in. You will get a listing of themed list based on the title with an option to add as either a swappable alternate feed or just have for reference among your other lists again if you were to ask me i would say this is definitely a good step from twitter in kind of increasing user engagement and also helping people find things for example if we're interested in growth marketing then we would be able to like you know find things that are related to growth marketing without necessarily knowing who to follow and what not to follow Okay, those were the updates from Twitter. Now let's move into the world of Google. Google announced an additional 200 million in ad grant support to nonprofits. Back in March, Google had announced that you know they have an 800 million dollar you know, grants for small businesses that are affected by COVID-19. Now this time Google Ad Grants, which is basically the Google Ads program for nonprofits, they're adding an extra $200 million budget to be allocated towards nonprofit organizations. So, if you're a nonprofit and you're not in the ad grants program or if you're a nonprofit already in the ad grants program make sure you check it out and make sure you take advantage of this extra 200 million dollars the second update from google is that they have added quick insights on ad performance and keyword themes for ad targeting this is particularly for people who are using google's smart campaigns this new ad check google made it easier to check your ad performance in the mobile app with a simple search on google itself so the way it actually works is that you know when you go to your google a mobile app and you just type in the word Google ads or my ads in Google, Google will provide you with a basic overview of how your campaigns are going while you'll be able to see how your ad looks to others. Again, they're doing this to make it simple for small business owners who are using smart campaigns to kind of you know, see the results of their campaign without having to log into Google ads interface. Now, if you are like me and if you're following me, I will tell you one thing that you know I highly recommend everyone to stay away from smart campaigns because the machine language or the artificial intelligence is not there yet and the results have been way unreliable in addition to this google's also rolling out a new keyword themes listing which will highlight relevant search queries to target based on your business so the way keyword themes works is that you know 
actually you will tell Google what kind of products and services does your business offer and Google will show your ad to potential customers searching for related phrases. This means your ads reach more of the right people and you can save time in the process. Now that's something coming out of Google. Again, I will repeat the same thing I've repeated in the last update is that look, you should not be using smart campaigns even though Google make it very, very easy for you to use smart campaign only because in my experience and what I've seen is that smart campaigns are not there yet. It basically, you have no control. It's just like Google algorithm, machine learning is doing whatever it thinks is good for you and you really give up a lot of control. But hey, if that's how you want to roll, please go ahead. But keep in mind the results, I would say the ROI from Google smart campaigns are not as effective as it is from other types of campaign from Google. This is good to know that, you know, change is coming. Maybe this will help you get more customers and more return on ad spend. The last notable update from Google is that you know Google has launched a training video that explains how to utilize manual action report in the Google search console. So now if you're new to Google manual action report, Google manual action is when web pages or sites are demoted or removed manually to punish websites for spammy behavior or for not complying with Google's webmaster quality guidelines. And search console is basically a free service offered by Google that helps you monitor, maintain, and troubleshoot your site's presence in Google search results. Site owners can now use the manual action report in Search Console to check if a site has any Google search penalties issued against it. This report contains a comprehensive list of all manual actions affecting a site which can be fixed depending on the issues detected. You can find additional details along with steps on how to fix the issue when you expand the message which is very important to keep your site or pages clear of manual actions. Once all issues in the report have been fixed, you can get Google to review the site again by clicking on the request review. So guys, this is very, very important. If you are not using Google Search Console, please make sure you're doing it. Make sure you're checking out the manual action report because you know what, Google changes their search algorithm very frequently. And you know what, you don't want to be penalized. You don't want to be in the crosshair of Google because if you are, trust me, you are gonna lose out. And the next thing is that you always want to rank organically. It's the most cheapest way to attract your customers and it's much better than spending on ads. So if you haven't used Google Search Console, go ahead and use it. If you need help, give us a message and we will help you get you started. Our next update is from YouTube. Even though YouTube is part of Google, we wanted to break it down away from Google Ads and Google Search and SEOs into YouTube. The first quick update is that YouTube is renaming their FameBit Influencer Marketplace to Brand Connect. So if you haven't heard what is FameBit is basically it gives brands and selected YouTube influencers with simple process of posting campaigns and allowing YouTube identities to pitch for them. YouTube Brand Connect aims to facilitate better deals for creators and keep them more aligned to YouTube. It will also make it easier for brands to maximize their reach through approved influencers on the platform through insight-based matchmaking tools they recently developed. And the next update is that YouTube is experimenting on a new way to make advertisers actionable video ads more shoppable. We are not going to go too deep on this since it's an experimental features. However, I just wanted you to know that, you know, this is a new thing that's getting rolled out. If you're interested, look into up. If you want the link, it's on a shows page. You can read up more on it in terms of how this all works. Leaving the world of YouTube, moving into TikTok, the poster child or the newcomer in the world of social media. TikTok explains how their algorithm works. This is huge because TikTok, there are a lot of controversies around the ownership, moderation policies and growth efforts, which is why TikTok is trying very hard to show it has nothing to hide. Now, as much as I want to cover all the details of how the TikTok's algorithm works, it's due to the constraint of time. I would not be able to go in depth with it. However, if you're interested, we are posting a link to 
that article or the newsroom or the blog post on our shows page go ahead check it out click on it read up and you will really get ideas on to how tiktok is targeting showing videos and things like that this is particularly important for people who are looking to advertise in tiktok gain followers in tiktok by the way the other update that you know it's something i want to mention is that you know i've started seeing agencies getting approved for running ads on tiktok tiktok ads are coming it's gonna threaten facebook if you're not on tiktok you should get on it and figure it out for your business Moving on, we have a quick update from Pinterest. Pinterest basically published new data on emerging e-commerce behavior. So if you are into e-commerce space or if you are an agency, you should check it out. The link to this guide is on our shows page again. And while we are on the topic of e-commerce, I want to quickly mention that Walmart has teamed up with Shopify to grow its marketplace. This is a big news because, you know, this integration or this partnership will actually help small businesses get the exposure that they need. And you know what? It's right now open only to uh, US-based businesses and we'll see how this all plays out. And moving on, our friends at Snapchat launched a new education platform for marketers called Snap Focus. This platform aims to provide tips and notes on how to get the most out of the platform's various ad options, just like how Facebook Blueprints does. So if you have an advertiser on Snapchat or you are advertising on Snapchat, this is a good guide to see because you know what, this will give you an idea of you know how you could leverage Snapchat for your business or if you're already doing it, how can you leverage it more and get the return on ad spend that you are looking to get. Last on our list, we have LinkedIn. They have published a new guide on using their events and live streaming tools. The, basically, the guide is giving you ideas on how to basically use their live events and live streaming tools to get more bang for your buck. I'm not going to go in depth into this guide. However, if you're interested to check it out, the link to this guide is going to be on our show space. Make sure you check it out. Already, folks, that's it for this week in marketing. And these were all the important updates for this week. If you'd like to read more, make sure you visit our show page or where you will find the links to the articles that I've referred to. Make sure you subscribe and give us a thumbs up. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn to stay updated and connected. Once again, this is your host, Sajid Islam, signing off until next week. Thank you for tuning in this week. It was a pleasure to serve you all. Hit the subscribe button so that you remember to sign on next week. Same place, same time for another round of This Week in Marketing.